your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. One pretty recurrent theme right now on this show and across the media, and I'm sure you're thinking about it day to day yourselves at home, electricity prices. They are on the up and up. And how will you financially survive the winter months with the cost of living going in the direction it is? You know that SSE Electricity has announced some of the largest ever rises in household gas and electricity prices in the country. The price hike will add almost 600 a year to the average customer's electricity bill and over 500 a year to their gas bill. And Live 95 have been on the streets of Limerick to hear your thoughts of this seemingly never-ending cost-of-living crisis. I'm retired and I have felt the pinch after working all my life. Do you kind of feel like your hard work is now... Yes, I do, in vain. And there's people that will say never worked or treated as well as I am. Are you worried about the coming months if they keep increasing it and increasing it? Yes, I am, because um, I am retired, but I don't have a medical card or anything like that. And I'm on a drug scheme, which I have to pay for every month. And um, there's talk about rationing going to happen, maybe with electricity. Yes, that. Would that worry you? Well, it would, because... Sometimes I'm on a nebulizer and I do need electricity if I need to use it. But I don't need to use it every day. But if it just happened that I have to use it, I need electricity. I know. And if it was cut off, you might be a little bit worried you mightn't be able to use your... Well, yes, I would. Unbelievable. Especially now, I'm an old age pensioner. And I only get a, a certain amount. And you'd be looking at the, you know, the bills that are coming in or expensive, especially with the using the electricity and you know, I mean, it's yeah. going to be tough Yeah, are you worried about um, kind of the winter months and if they keep going up and up and up definitely. definitely, but I mean I have oil as well and the oil has gone up so high that I won't be able to buy the oil with my old age pension you know, so I mean the electricity bills are going to be massive especially everything that you use especially uh, at night you know, when you're putting on lights and everything is there you know um have you been cutting back on your spend in other places to make sure that you can pay for your electricity <laughs> not at the moment okay not at the moment but we will have to by the looks of things you know yeah, yeah. so it's not too badly affecting you right now well not at the moment because i mean i don't drink and i don't smoke so that's two good things that's happening so I have a few shillings, you know. Yeah, and you still have your good looks to see, so that. Thank you. (laughs) How are you feeling as the prices are increasing? Are you feeling the pinch? Yes, definitely. As old age pensioners, yes. You know, like so. Um, luckily we have a a direct debit for the heating, so we'll be fairly okay. But we've now been told, unless you have that bill paid, you won't get the next lot of oil. So. yeah, so the direct debit doesn't stand for the whole year anymore. And um, so if you haven't cleared, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed your lifestyle? You're making more conscious, maybe, decisions with your yes. money? Yes. Today, now, I decided I'd um, buy the material for a sandwich. I went and priced the sandwich, and there were 6 50 for one sandwich. So I said, I will buy that stuff 
and I go home and I'll still have plenty left over, which was good. I know, you were smart. <laughs> um, are you afraid, um, there's talks now that rationing's going to happen, that, uh, yeah, would that worry you? Would it would, th- yes, it would, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, like, do, do you um, stock up now? was thinking of get buying um, my own gener- little generator that'll be made the um, oil, you know, like you say, that's it to regenerate, you know, to get it sorted. Yeah. They won't need electricity. Yeah. And special bulbs that can do the same thing. I'm thinking of that. How do you feel about it? You're not happy? I'm not happy at all and we feel our governments have left us down and they have no plan B. And they've let us high and dry, those of us that have uh, worked very hard all our lives. Not happy anyway. It's listeners on the streets of Limerick chatting to Roisin and Dermot Jewell of the Consumers Association of Ireland, who you've heard from pretty regularly over the years on the show, is back with us this morning. Hello, Dermot. How are you? Hi, I'm well, thank you. Good morning to you and all the listeners. So I think, you know, laced with some dark humour there, you can hear the worry in people's voices about this, can't you? Yes, and they're, they're very real. And you're right, that it, it, it's so typical of, of the Irish people. It is laced with dark humour. But in the reality of, of all of this, um, I mean, we hear of health worries, concerns of how to manage, um, some amazing considerations of new ways to try and save money and, and cut back. And that's fantastic and that's wonderful. But the, the reality of it is... Um, not everybody is 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 thinking in the same way, understandably, and the, the whole idea and the area of affordability, it, it, I think it comes from that very much to the point where it hasn't hit home yet with a number of people in in the sense that they may have had one bill so far or maybe two, and they're starting to see the increase. But what's coming down the line after from October, for example, with the the one. Um, um, provider who's made the, the latest an- announcement of, of a significant hike, there will be more. And it's going to affect across the board. And I thought one of the most interesting price comparisons to put it in perspective was where earlier in the week um, I got a call um, from a journalist. He was saying, we've looked at the, the situation here and to put it in perspective, if if the price of a pint went up at the same rate that the energy costs are going up, it would cost you €25 for a pint. Now, that is completely unaffordable, and if that were to be the case, nobody would buy it. But when it comes to these energy charges, you don't have that choice. You, you, Regardless of what are the mitigating measures, you still have to pay your bill. And that the worry I have, and and, and the many, many others have, is that when we came into this, Joe, many people were already struggling to pay. Many are on meters. Many um, have, have a variety of measures in place already because they are in, in arrears with their energy bills. What's going to happen to them is a serious concern. And as I say, the problem is, yes, hopefully... Thankfully, this will eventually ease and calm down. But it may take a year, it may take a year and a half. But that debt is still going to be there for a lot of people. So all focus is definitely going to be on government. What can they do, not just to mitigate, but to help eliminate some of these bills mounting to the degree where people will go into bad health, worry about them. And and obviously, SSE Electricity have been in focus because they have announced the most recent increase. But it's happened elsewhere too. And for them and for others, it's far from the first increase. So it is becoming progressive more challenging, isn't it? It is, very, very much so. And I think it has to be acknowledged, it's been said before, 
there is an extraordinary lack of, of transparency in the pricing and the silence around the amount of profit that's being taken and the lack of consideration or any form of announcement of even a small measure of rebate or is any of this being absorbed to, to take down the elements of profit that they're making. Nothing's coming forward and that's not acceptable. We are in, to all intents and purposes, a new form of a financial crisis, certainly for consumers. And nothing is being said by those who are providing the service, yet raking in a lot of profit. Yeah, I mean, the weather's very nice at the moment. You know, I know myself, we were able to sit outside yesterday evening. It was bright. You didn't have to worry as much about having lights on and all of that. But that won't last much longer. And also, I think people almost resent the fact that after two incredibly difficult winters with COVID, and who knows where that will end up this winter, we're certain to head into another tremendously difficult autumn and winter this year. There's no question about it, and you're right. And that, that is a very good point that you make, because in a very short number of weeks, we will be into winter. And the 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 the, the, the output that they're, they're coming saying coming forward in the winter is that it's going to be quite a cold one and a challenging one. That, all of these together, as I say, put a phenomenal amount of pressure on, on government to, to determine how they're going to help people to manage that. Now, I, I'll put my hand up, and I think others have done as well. This is not an easy task for them. I, I, I don't envy them one moment of the, the, the position that they're in. But at least there is control because as every single bill goes up, so too does every single cent of the tax take coming in. So there there are elements. I know a phenomenal amount of money has been put back in to try to help people. Um, and that's great. It's just we do need smart thinking and we need clear thinking. And I think there's going to have to be a, a consideration that, yes, we have got to move forward, but we've got to take it at a pace that people can afford without putting themselves in enormous debt. And as I say, the very many of people who are, to all intents and purposes, entering into health concerns because they're very, very worried, overly worried, overly stressed. And that's never good for anybody, particularly <clears throat> a number of elderly people who are just speaking there. And you can hear it in their voice. Yes. Dermot Jewell of the Consumers Association is with us. Uh, Limerick Fianna Fáil TD and Minister of State Niall Collins is uh, with us as well. And uh, as Dermot pointed out, it is your challenge in terms of the government and uh, you brought forward the budget to the 27th of September, maybe held off on certain things when the pressure was on earlier in the summer to do things piecemeal or do things earlier. So a lot is now riding on this budget and what it can do across a range of measures to help the genuine stress and worry that people are feeling. Good morning, Joe. Yes, and good morning, Dermot. Yeah, so look, I, I suppose that there's um, everybody acknowledges that it is a very, very difficult situation. It's going to be a very, very difficult winter. Um, all the indicators are pointing in the wrong direction. And it's the job of government to try and um, protect people and buffer people as much as possible against the impacts of the spiralling cost of living crisis that we're experiencing. So to date, you'll know, Joan, we've discussed it on a number of occasions, there's been about €2.4 billion worth of measures which have um, been applied, um, which have been made available to people. Some of those are targeted measures, um, some of those are universal measures. And as you say, we have brought forward the budget to the end of September, which I think was the right decision. So in about four weeks' time, um, the Minister for Finance and the Minister for Public Expenditure 
and the government will approve the budget, which will, and we've said this repeatedly over the last number of weeks, it will have a number of measures which will take effect and will be implementable immediately upon budget day and, and in the short number of days after budget. And, of course, then there'll be a series of measures which will roll out across um, the next 12 months. And it's important to point out that um, what's under consideration and what's under discussion will be a suite of measures which will help people in a targeted fashion, uh, but also we, we will bring in a number of measures, um, and the Taoiseach has indicated this when he's spoken publicly on it on a number of occasions. There'll be measures which will be universal also. We've also been very clear all along, right throughout the crisis, we're not going to be able to um, insulate or, or buffer people entirely against the spiralling costs. A, a number of the factors, a lot of the factors, particularly in relation to energy, as we know, are um, outside our control, and we're in the middle of a transition uh, in terms of our whole climate change agenda. Um, we're, we're in the middle of a transition which is going to take a number of years. So on the energy front in particular, um, some of the short-term um, and medium-term measures in terms of uh, targeting um, resources and help to people who are uh, in areas of fuel poverty or who are vulnerable um, financially will be a key priority for me in the budget. Right. And well, I think isn't, isn't part of the challenge here, though, that you are going to have a much wider range of vulnerable people this time because of the massive escalation in the price of energy? Absolutely. I mean, energy energy impacts every home in the country. As, as we know, every, every home has to have energy, uh, is reliant on energy. Um, our energy security is also vulnerable. That, that, that's an issue which we've discussed, um, you know, even in relation to the proposal in North Kerry, the Tarbert, the LNG uh, facility there, which I support. Um, uh, we have brought in measures, as you know, Joe, in relation to the, the electricity credit. There, there will be that's one of the options also which will be considered um, by government and I'm sure which will, um, and I'm speaking, remove here now from any government decision. Uh, I, I think it's something which will probably get um, another, um, uh, will be used again in, in terms of its universality. Um, it, it helps everybody. There's a huge uh, issue out there also, Joe, in relation to business. When, when um, every single day of the week I have businesses right across my uh, constituency contacting me they're very, very worried about the um, spiralling cost of energy also because they're energy reliant, um, particularly manufacturing industries right across uh, County Limerick, um, you know, who would be large consumers uh, of energy in terms of their manufacturing processes. Um, you know, they, they are giving early warning signals also that, that the crisis. So, so it's impacting on a number of levels and it's going to be a huge challenge for government, but it's a challenge that we have to face up to. Right. The other thing is that the European Union has announced a special summit next week because, as you mentioned, some of these factors are international and they are looking at what could be done on energy because obviously the massive increases we're seeing here are reflected uh, across the globe but certainly across the European Union. Uh, what would you envisage they might do that might help someone listening uh, to the show today across the winter? Well, look, I mean, I, I accept the point that has been made and has been uh, reiterated here this morning again by, by Dermot Jewell in, in relation to energy companies and their super profits and I think the analogy um, which has been drawn um, you know, the parallel that's been drawn in relation to the financial crisis, that the banks were levied by, by, by the government here, rightly so, following the financial collapse when we had to bail out the banks. And I think it's not sustainable that we have energy companies like SSE, Electricity and others who are hiking their prices, 
um, when people are, are facing um, such hardship. And we don't have, and I agree again with But you know Dermot, they claim we, that's to do with supply costs. Yeah, but we don't have that degree of transparency. But, but they're also amassing super profits at the same time. So I think it is something which government, and I know I've, I've spoken to my colleague Michael McGrath in relation to this, it is something which government are looking at. Um, it's obviously a complex thing in terms of how do you apply the levy and what do you do with the levy in terms of ensuring um, if you are to levy um, their super profits. So there are a number of options which are available. Uh, government has also looked at um, in terms of stripping out uh, government uh, charges in relation to the billing structures um, of, of our energies. And again, that's something which government would have to talk to the uh, utilities regulator uh, in, in relation to. As a matter so. of interest, because again, the talk now is that diesel and petrol prices could rise. We know there was an excise uh, cut uh, earlier in the year and it was swallowed up almost immediately by price hikes. As a result of that, would the government be reluctant to do it again? Well, I don't, I don't think so, but there, there is a certain amount of curtailment um, by the European Union in relation to that, the, the, the various um, VAT and excise directives. Um, but again, I, I think it's something which is going to have to be considered uh, by um, the Prime Ministers across Europe when, when they meet at that summit shortly. I, I think, look, we're in unprecedented times, um, and things like uh, you know the, the, the VAT derogation and the VAT directives that we're obliged uh, to comply with by virtue of our membership of the European Union, all of that now has to be on the table um, because we are in a crisis situation. It's precipitated by the war, obviously, as we know, in Ukraine. It's such a tragedy and a travesty because, as you pointed out earlier in our conversation, you know, we've had two very, very hard years and we've really, really bounced back well. Our economy, the, the underlying um, you know, the, the, the foundation of our economy is really, really strong. It's performing really, really strong. And it's a pity that all of that has been overtaken by the yeah. cost of living crisis. When we see that our, the number of people, when this government came to office two years ago, Joe, there was 2.2 million people at work. There's now in excess of 2.5 um, million people at work. We have about 20,000 job vacancies across our economy. Well, yeah, you know, there's a lot of positives I, I, out there, but unfortunately, yeah. it's been overtaken I, I, by you, the cost of living you, crisis. When you talk to businesses, even locally, a lot of them will mention the vacancies that they currently have and they can't fill. Dennis has been in touch to say, Joe, the working person in Ireland gets nothing, uh, whereas the chap that goes on the dole gets everything um, uh, and uh, something needs to be done about this loophole. Also, the cost of living has gone beyond a lot of people, says Dennis. Uh, Mom and Corbyn says electricity companies are making huge profits. Uh, who is raising this? And it's just not making any sense. Uh, and Dermot Julius, but the other point, I mean, and you'll be looking at it from the consumer's perspective, but at the same time, an awful lot of businesses, including indigenous Irish businesses, local businesses here in Limerick, have had such a tough time under the COVID restrictions and were hoping, understandably, to have a, an autumn and winter that they could build on for many of them a decent summer. And here they are looking at this, wondering almost literally, how are they going to keep the lights on? Oh, I appreciate that very much. Um, and, and that's why, I mean, in all honesty, we're trying to control a, a structure that we've very little control over and all we can try and do is work internally to make it work. Um, so that's why price transparency internally is going to play a huge part. So in other words, if, if prices have to go up, 
then it's an explanation as to why that price has gone to, to whatever level it is will help because if even going back to the to the people that were interviewed at the beginning they weren't they weren't complaining about they're just complaining about a structure that they can't control they they're looking for help with it they're not looking to be bailed out forever but they are looking for some help and some practical reasoning behind it and business deserve that too because the problem with this is is that we're at inflation at 9.1% or thereabouts Consumers are now cutting back on everything. That's going to impact back into those people who were trying to save their businesses and that government tried to support to save their business um, throughout COVID. And this, all of this is having a very negative effect on everything. But we've got to watch prices because some of the prices, not all, but some of them are absolutely outrageously high. Yeah. And there, there's no clarity behind them. And one other point, Minister Niall Collins, we are going to talk a bit later on about uh, the drought-like conditions and the pressure in certain parts of County Limerick on water supply with Irish water. But the other thing is, and you know this better than I do, that you know a government's uh, staple reason for being is for keeping the essentials operating. What about the prospect of power outages this winter? Yeah, and and that's that's a very real um, topic at the moment. We've seen a number of amber warnings, um, particularly over over the, the very fine number of weeks that we've had weather-wise in the last um, period of time, where um, our, where the renewables, in other words, the windmill um, sector, um, shows how vulnerable it is uh, to the to the impact of um, very very fine weather, and that's why I haven't been behind the door, Joe, in terms of supporting. Um, the LNG project in Tarbert. I, I think it's essential that that project goes ahead uh, for a number of reasons, uh, particularly for energy security, uh, but, but also to give us that diversity of supply that we so badly need. Uh, if we are to transition away from uh, coal and oil, um, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to get away from it all in its entirety, and gas is the lesser of the carbon evils. So I think the proposal... Uh, which is on the table from the promoters, New Fortress Energy, is a no-brainer, and I really think that it has to to proceed. And just one final point, if I can make, Joe, in relation uh, to the forthcoming budget, we're very because it was said there by by one of your texters in, into the program. Uh, we're very very uh, aware of and cognizant of the fact that the squeeze middle, um, working people who um, uh, are in the middle and who who don't qualify for a lot of state supports. Uh, they are a significant cohort of people that we have to look after in this budget also. We're doing it uh, by virtue of uh, free school transport, reducing the fees on that. We're looking at increasing SUSE grants and reducing the college registration. But also, um, I think I expect in the budget there will be a widening of the tax bans uh, and an increase in tax credits also. And that's why we have to... um, And this comes in for a lot of criticism, Joe, to finish on this point. When, we, when, when the state steps in and helps people uh, in a universal manner, a lot of people criticise that. But the universal, uh, helping people universally across the board uh, is particularly targeted at, at uh, the squeeze middle who, who don't qualify a lot of the time for help and should. Right. OK, thank you very much, Minister of State and Fianna Fáil TD here in Limerick, Niall Collins. And thank you, as always, to Dermot Jewell of the Consumers Association. Keep your views on uh, this uh, pretty hot or, unfortunately, when it comes to energy, maybe in the winter, cold topic. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.